the first 60 days of the pandemic, the lockdown part of the pandemic, their activity in LinkedIn increased by 55% over all of 2019. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey entrepreneurs, I have just started a new group and I am so excited. I want you to join me there and I am going to be there to help you get ideas to execution and show you all the behind the scenes stuff that we have never shown before. Grab the link in the show notes and join the community. All right, let's, let's meet up. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the, Win the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward. And today we have Tracy Enos in the house, and she's going to get us excited about LinkedIn. No pressure, Tracy, but she is going to get us excited about LinkedIn. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thanks, Chris. I'm excited to be here today. Okay. So Tracy, we know uh, that there's been, well, I say we know you enlighten me when we first started chatting that there's been this big influx as far as activity goes on LinkedIn. And so it's becoming more robust and there's more, I guess, opportunity for engagement. So why don't we start there? Um, you know, you reported to me, well, I'll let you tell the report. What, go ahead. So I, you sound intelligent instead of me. What do I know? I'm just repeating what you said, right? Right. Um, and actually, sometimes you can repeat it better than I can. So, <laughs> so uh, no, actually, LinkedIn uh, came out with a statistic last May that stated that their activity over the first 60 days of the pandemic, the lockdown part of the pandemic, their activity in LinkedIn increased by 55% over all of 2019. So what that that tells me is that, you know, a lot of companies who were doing traditional, let's say, you know, sales face-to-face or cold calling, or they're very local are now having to figure out ways to keep the doors open, right? Right. Sales coming in. And so that I believe is part of the flux in engagement with LinkedIn, the increased influx in, in engagement. Now for entrepreneurs, what did that mean for entrepreneurs? Well, for those, of, for those of you who are probably maybe having a difficult time getting in front of those people because they were not available because they're, mm. not, they're not active and they're not in LinkedIn and they're not online, this was a great opportunity for them now to start reaching people that they probably didn't have access to in the past. Okay, that's profound. All right, so that first quarter, it went up significantly. All right, so let's just address the elephant in the room. By the way, I don't know where that saying came from. When was there actually ever an elephant in the room? But we'll we'll Google that later. <laughs> so anyhow, so what I would say is, you know, ha, ah, I feel like uh, I'm some sort of junkie. I'm I really like LinkedIn, and I think. I think I've done a decent job on my profile page. I know when we have LinkedIn specialists on, they'll talk about, you know, forward facing and all the mistakes you can make. It's not a resume. So we've talked about that on the show. And I think I do a fairly decent job of that, you know, at least better than most, not as good as some. 
So then, but what happens is I still struggle with engagement on LinkedIn. If I do something on Facebook, it's a higher engagement. And then I think, okay, well, maybe that's just because I'm resorting back to that. It's easier, you know, it's quicker. And I'm used to going back there. I've built maybe more of a community than on LinkedIn. And I know LinkedIn is a bad rap for communication as far as somebody in your inbox. There was that whole spammy, hi, how are you? Want to buy from me? So I think that's starting to slow down now, but I still struggle with even myself, how to engage somebody through messaging. You know, I just, I, I, I don't get, it, it just doesn't go well. Like it either comes off too shallow. Like I'm saying, you know, I don't want to go from, I would never say this, but the, Hey, how are you? Or I checked your profile kind of cool, whatever, you know, to the, to the other extreme, which is salesy. So where's the sweet spot as far as LinkedIn inbox goes? I think, um, think, think back when you're sitting around with a bunch of your friends, right? And how would you communicate with them? Like, let's say your, your guys are all out having a cocktail. Are you super formal with them while you're out at the, at the bar having a cocktail or the restaurant, or are you very casual with them and just asking them questions, you know, being very low key, asking questions about them. And maybe these aren't people, you know, real well, just, you know, Just folks that you just maybe just met. So could you give me an example of these questions? Because I find it comes off like, like, I don't know. It just comes off insincere. Like, unless I have something directly like, oh, we grew up in the same town or I see you're a fan of this. So you're scrolling their page and I'm trying to think, okay, what can I engage them with other than the fact that they took the same LinkedIn course that I took and now we're trying to engage each other, right? Right. Well, actually, those are great conversation starters. So, you know, you got to break the ice somehow, right? Okay. So even if you were meeting somebody face-to-face for the first time and weren't using a social media's messaging inbox, you want to try to find something in common with that person prior to the meeting, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. You're just not going straight to business. You're not going straight to the sale. You're going to have a polite conversation. And I think that's what people forget when it comes to that inbox is, you know, having that conversation. I like to ask people when I, you know, first of all, I I try a little bit of humor in my connection request. And that's what gets a lot of people to reply. They'll reply without me even asking them or sending out the first welcome message after they connect, which I love. Not everybody, but I love that because now they're already engaged and we can start a conversation. Right. So it makes it a little bit easier. But if for somebody who hasn't responded to that and they just hit the connect button or accept the connect, then I'm going to ask them about them. Tell me a little bit more about you. Yeah, I've read your profile, but I want to know something that's not in that profile. Tell me a little bit more about you, about your business, about whatever your question might be. People love to talk about themselves, get them talking about themselves. Do you find, and of course you're telling me, so you must find that work. So hold on, let me unpack this for a second here. All right. So first of all, uh, I find on Facebook, people love when I leave them an audio message instead of typing it all out because there's personality and the real person behind that. Do you see any difference between that and LinkedIn typing out or audio? No, I, I honestly like that. However, okay. you can only do audio through smartphone. You cannot right. do it on desktop or laptop. So I think a lot of this has to do with who are you talking to? Are you talking to the CEO of a hundred million dollar corporation? Or are you right. okay. to, you know, a coach okay. or a consultant? How are Good they point. utilizing, you know, LinkedIn? Are they, 
utilizing it from a laptop or a desktop or are they using their mobile phone? So, so they can't hear it. They can't hear it if they're on a desktop. You can't even. Well, yeah, but you can't create one from a desktop, but they can hear it from a desktop. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think what happens too is I think we go into like in somewhere in our mind, LinkedIn is where the grownups play. And so I think when you go into the messaging, you're right. You stiffen up because you're like, oh, this is a professional setting versus Facebook, which is a little bit more relaxed. I'm supposed to wear my jeans and t-shirt over here. Here I dressed up and now I'm trying to sound important and it's coming off stiff. So, all right. So now we'll try to be a little bit more engaging, but then when, if somebody says to me, and I'll just be honest, I'm a very flawed and patient human being. Okay. So I'm not like, I love, like, I love interviewing people. I love talking to you. I love just getting to know people. However, I don't enjoy uh, small talk or filler conversation. So like when you're getting a haircut and they say, what are your plans this weekend? What do you care? Right. <laughs> Let's, I'll talk to you about anything, but make it something that you actually care about. So if somebody said to me, tell me something about you, that's not in your profile. I don't think I would nibble at that, but maybe that just means I'm not your people. So I don't know. And it doesn't work. That message doesn't work for everybody. Right. Okay. You know, so it, there's not a one size fits all when it comes Good to point. Okay. You know, so I may, I may target the same industry. I mean, cause I have like maybe a, a, a my goal and a campaign in mind, but right. not everybody's going to come back and it, that message isn't going to resonate with everybody, you know? Right. So um, for example, my, my connection request is about if it's not too cheesy, this message wasn't too cheesy, let's connect. And I get a lot of positive reaction to it. And I've got a couple naysayers and then I get the people that just won't connect at all. <laughs> you know, so it, it's a, it, like I said, it's not a one size fits all, but that's, that's if you're doing it, I think more on a mass type of, you know, campaign. But if you are really dialed into, let's say your hot 100, I really honestly think you're going to know those 100 people and you're going to do your due diligence and you're going to go look at their website. You're going to look at their other social media. They're going to, you're going to really deep dive because you want to get to know them. That's like trying to connect with that hundred million dollar CEO. I think too, I think, you know what, my mindset is everything, right? And I think again, I know for me is these are all things that I think I do well in Facebook. Like I'll leave an audio message and I always check out their profile before and I engage and then I make a comment and I say to something to them in an audio message, you know, what I liked or what they do well or whatever. But on LinkedIn, again, I think you go and then you throw your shoulders back and stiffen up and fix your shirt. And, and somewhere in my brain, because I always say your strengths are also your weaknesses. Somewhere in my brain, you're right. I start to systematize this. Okay, what's the recipe for LinkedIn? Because it seems like it's a professional setting. So then I go to like a system, like I'm at work. When you're right, we're networking, we're engaging. And it's, it's not how I do it on Facebook. But yet somehow the all the professional people I'm looking at on LinkedIn change my attitude and I get business oriented versus networking. So I think these are really subtle but profound you know, pr profound points you're making. I do. And also to you, I think people's guards are really up on LinkedIn in the inbox mm. because of all the spam or the right. somebody connects with you. They're going through the, you know, the, the throat, the jugular and trying them to sell you their thing. You right. Know? Well, how do you know I need your thing or even want your thing? <laughs> and tell yeah. you know me and have a conversation with me. So I think yeah. people are already guards up you yeah. know? And so 
it, I think it makes messaging a little bit more difficult to get somebody to respond because that guard is already up. You're right. Cause when I do, when I get a message where it seems sincere, it's so refreshing. It's like a tall glass of water on a hot summer's day. And like, I'm all over that person. This is my new best friend because we're having a real conversation on LinkedIn versus the may I ask two questions about your business. And then they ask one more. Could I get you on a call? Cause we could change your life. And you don't even know what I do. Okay, perfect. All right. So, so yeah. So you held your girl, your own Tracy and you, I was pushing. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not buying it, but you convinced me. All right. So tell, you know, I always say, you don't know what you don't know. Well, actually I didn't coin that phrase. So tell us what you other, what else you think is we're really dropping the ball on. I think it's the foundation work. I, I mean, I'm going to, I harp this all the time. Look, you, you can't just leave your profile from 2009. Right. <laughs> You've got to really update your profile. Um, I mean, and a lot of people don't want to do it the way that we do it. And that's okay. Um, I still think you should have some human to your profile. It's a personal profile, definitely not a company page, but also you got to really, you know, who is it that you're wanting to work with in LinkedIn? You need to share who that is in LinkedIn. What is it that you do for them? How you do it, how you're different than the competition. If you don't know who your competition is, then you shouldn't be filling out a profile until you go do that foundation mm. background work, right? And then at the end of the day, this is what they care about. What's in it for them? What results and outcomes can they expect working with you over somebody else? You know, that's what I think a lot of people are missing. They just want to regurgitate how amazing that they are. Look at me. I'm the expert. I'm the authority. And I'm just, you know, amazing. <laughs> and then, then they go and they expect all these wonderful things happening. Because believe it or not, people are going to go and they're going to look at your profile. And depending on how interesting it is above the fold, you know, that's the background photo, your headline, and your first few sentences in the about section where somebody wants to go click see more, you know, that's going to maybe, you know, encourage them to read the rest of your profile. What's your work experience? You know, tell me a little bit more about you, the human side of you, organizations, volunteer work, publications, projects that you're particularly proud of, any honors and awards. And I think nowadays with some of the, the new trainings out there from the new gurus out there, they're forgetting the rest of the profile. And I really mm. honestly think that a well-filled out profile will go a lot farther than just taking, you know, the, the few sections and being done with it. Because at the end of the day, you still have two types of people in LinkedIn. You're going to have the people that skim and you're going to have the linear readers. And those linear readers will, le will read everything top to bottom in that profile. So if you're forgetting or not even filling out the rest of those sections, you could be losing big opportunity. You know, people so, want to, you know, feel like they know you first before they ever respond to you or reach out to you. Yeah. And you bring up a couple really good points. First of all, again, I think we get seduced into, it's almost like back in the day when you go into maybe a trade show and you're sitting, you know, you go into a hotel that has, you know, big fancy tablecloths. So you're like, Oh, good thing. I wore a business jacket. Right. So I think somehow when you pop into LinkedIn, you, you, uh, whether you mean to or not, or maybe it's just my weak mind, it just changes the dynamics. Right. So I think what you're saying too, is even in your profile, make it chatty and conversational. It's not a resume. And I've had to go back and relook at that a couple of times and say, okay, here, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing a bio, like I'm whatever, trying to convince people of here's my brochure. That's horrible. That sounds dry. Let's change it again. And I think to that point too, 
it's so easy to go into LinkedIn and then go to do what you do. And I try really hard, like once a month to reread mine. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Or I could say this better now, or a client says this, so I'm going to change that. So it's so easy just to forget it. And you think, oh, thank heavens I got it filled out. There's enough for me to do. And then you don't even read your own stuff because you did it once and seemed brilliant that day. So I guess repurposing that profile, I think would be helpful as well. Yeah, not a set it and forget it strategy, especially no. if, as your your business grows and changes and yeah. your should reflect that as well. So maybe in the beginning you started working with, like I did, um, I started working with, you know, commercial roofers across the country or other digital marketing agencies across the country or in Canada. I don't do that anymore. Right. You know, my business has grown tremendously and now I work with a different type of clientele, but no one would know that if I didn't change my profile. Or even the language you use now compared to six months ago for the same client tweaks. Now, can I ask you, do you have a strategy when you see that people have looked at your profile? How do you follow up with that? Do you do anything there? Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, if you're a free user, you only get to see the first five people every day that's looked at your profile. So you need to be at least business premium or sales navigator to get the last 90 days worth of folks. Okay. You should go in there daily or weekly and just reach out to those people. Um, definitely. So um, whether they're first connections or second connections or whatever, you can come up with something. I mean, we don't need to be so direct and say, hey, I saw you checking out my profile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You could. I mean, just I mean, I test everything. So not everything I do is a, a home run. Right. I, I have a lot of flops. <laughs> Trust me. That's why I do what I do. So I can help everybody else as I know right. what the flops are and what's working for me. But um, yeah, go in there and say, you know, um, you might want to say, yeah, I, I saw that you were checking my profile. Look, you know, um, I would love to connect with you. I checked out yours as well. And oh, you're yeah, very yeah. interesting business or your very interesting profile. And then pick something out of there that you really liked that you can mention. That way they know you've actually looked at theirs instead of just sent them a, a generic template. No. Heaven help us all. I think what I'm the, what I'm hearing from you, Tracy, uh, Tracy, over and over again, is I think for me, anyhow, I can only speak for me. I hope I'm not the only one. I, maybe you guys out there are doing it too. I'm overthinking it. I'm overthinking it. I, you you tend to think of like Facebook in my mind, like high school or college, and then LinkedIn is like you know whatever university of some sort post you know, post-secondary education. And so it's too polished. It's too professional. Just, just talk, just network, just try different things. Uh, Don't have a, like this big sweeping strategy. Okay. What's our new campaign? Like these are all big, heavy handed limiting words. Just try stuff and talk to real people. You will, you can have a campaign because you want to be able to, um, to analyze what your results are. How many messages did I send? How many people responded? What, 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 what message did they respond to right. the most okay. or what connection requests they respond to most? And you can get super analytical with this and I am not that girl. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you just get in there and just start talking. And just because you have like, say a winning message, don't get me wrong. This has happened to me. I get fired back with something completely off the wall. Like, holy cow, where did that come from? Kind of response. <laughs> And you never know who's behind that screen and what their day yeah. is that day, you know, so you can't just take those things to heart either. Um, you know, it happened to me a few years ago, especially when I first started 
And when I was just like Chris, just like you guys are now, you're trying to be super polished, super professional. I mean, things have changed a lot since back in 2012, but I got just totally reamed, not only in my inbox, but a group I created and it went to everybody that was in that group. And I'm telling you, I was so embarrassed. And this guy was local here in Kansas City. And I almost quit doing this because I took it too personal. And he was like, it was like an article or something I wrote and he was picking apart. Oh, I misspelled a word. And then he was, Oh, that's, I mean, it was just, it was very disheartening and I just wanted to quit. And then I talked to a colleague of mine who actually I met on LinkedIn and we went to lunch and he says, look, you know, he's 30 year veteran in the business. He's a career and executive coach. He was a, a vice president of the company he was at at the time. And he sat me down and says, don't let this stop what you're doing just because you have one creep out there doing what he's doing. So now I get, I find it a challenge. So I've got like attorneys from across the country and I've got, you know, people from different industries and they will fire back at me in the inbox and I will fire back. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, hello, spelling Nazis. There must be, (laughs) there must be something else you can do with your time. Because first of all, I like to argue now it's not even spelling. Maybe it's just a typo. Hello, right? right? Moving on. And is that the only, the whole thing you read? That's the only thing you learned from my article. So I have no patience for that. I think that's just people being mean. So stop being mean. But, um, but again, you do get over what I've learned is I, I learned from somebody years ago and he, and he said, if you don't have pushback online, then you don't have a big enough audience. Meaning like you can't just be talking to everyone that knows, likes and trusts you and thinks you're awesome because then you're not reaching new people. So there's always going to be a little pushback, right? And I promise. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I find it a challenge. I don't win them all, but I won a few over. Yeah. So if they get real cranky with me, well, certainly on Facebook, I do this. On Facebook, I just unfriend them. Like, I think you're not my people. Like- if you just start going off on craziness, I'm like, okay, we, we don't have a lot to talk about. I'm not here to convert you. So we're good. Right. So you have that opportunity to do that in LinkedIn too. You can block them. You can, yeah. Them. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I'm all about that. I think the world should have that the outside <laughs> physical world. I'm going to block you. No eye contact, please. All right. I know you also mentioned at one point talking about low hanging fruit. What does that mean to you? Uh, look, you know, you're going to, you're going to find people with the right message at the right time. It's going to happen. Um, okay. and so, but I don't want you to think that that is going to happen all the time. Um, I think when people get first get started, um, you know, like the messages we just talked about a few minutes ago about the, you know, the couple things about your business and you try to get them on the phone immediately and whatever that still works. It really does. Um, but that's your low hanging fruit. And eventually okay. that fruit is going to dry up. Okay. So you really have to, you know, look, if you're just really getting started with LinkedIn and that's what you know, and that's, what's working for you now. Great. But I just want you to step back a minute and start developing, um, you know, other types of messaging that you can test out. Everything's okay. a test, you know, and I'm going to let you know, uh, like I said, I flop a lot. Okay. Um, and I don't have always have hit runs, but I do templatize everything because I don't want to come up with that thought every time. Right. So depending on what that person says, you know, in a response, a lot of times I can formulate common responses. Okay. And then I create a doc with common responses and then I have responses back to those. 
And this keeps me very productive and quick in LinkedIn. Right. When I have this available to me, especially when you have a major campaign and you got a hundred messages you got to reply to, but not everybody's going to get the same message depending on what the response was in return. Right. That makes sense to me because I know when we were launching the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs, you're going to get a certain amount of questions. So then you can just copy and paste and reply to that. So what you're saying Mm -hmm. is, you know, you, you, you're testing your, to unpack this, you're testing your approaches because you don't want to think what I always talk about in our business, when the hour, when the day, it's really about what we call super toolkits and your win team, what is next team. And it's really about not systems because those tend to be thought of as the corporate world and they're made to cover liability and, and they're made not by the end user mind. But what happens is if you don't have something in play, like our super toolkits, what I would say to people is you think I have this great idea. And you find out, no, I had that three months ago. It just fell off <laughs> and we didn't do anything about it. Or we ran out of paper and stopped doing that or something. Right. So you want to make sure that you're not recycling your great ideas that you have them. And you can say, okay, we've already tried that. And then you have, there's only going to really be so many responses. So that's going to save you some time by saying, okay, here's a couple of our canned responses and we can dive in and be more personable once we get through those. Right. If appropriate, if appropriate. If appropriate, right. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. like I'll, I'll do like what, like a, a hybrid of a, of a response. I have a template and it's a typical response. Like let's say when somebody first connects me with me, but a lot of times they'll send a response before you get to send your welcome message out. Right. So it'll be hybrid. And so I will reply within that canned response to what they were messaging me about along with my questions or whatever I wanted to ask in the welcome message. So sometimes I hybrid it, you know, so now be able to do that typing every single message individually, I just copy paste and then edit. Now I know you didn't mention this because I like we've had this from other people on the show, but I can't stress this enough. I just want to mention this since we're talking about LinkedIn, if you're reaching out to make a connection with somebody, boy, oh boy, when I'm scrolling through connections and I see somebody has actually said, Hey, here's why I'm connecting with you. I go right to them and answer that. So it, it's night and day versus just some blanket connection. Want to connect? Why? I certainly personalize my connections, but it really makes a difference when I'm on the receiving end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. after they've connected. That's my. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you mentioned when you're making a connection. I just wanted to tie that back in. I'm just supporting everything you're saying, Tracy. Oh. That's all. <laughs> no, I didn't think you were arguing with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we don't do that here on the on the show. Although I do challenge. Sometimes I give a little pushback. All right. So well, we have a couple of minutes. That there's all. Yeah, yeah. So we have a couple of minutes left. And so what do you think, if you have one last thing to tell us about LinkedIn, as far as, you know, what makes a difference, what, 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 what are your parting words that you want us to know about LinkedIn? Lots of changes. Okay. Lots, especially since you and I talked. Um, okay. They now have a new uh, creator profile. So when you go into your dashboard, only you can see this. When you're okay. logged into your LinkedIn profile, and then you just scroll down where it says your dashboard and it has kind of your stats of you know, how many people viewed your profile, how many people were searching for you and what your last post views were yeah. right underneath there. It says creator. And okay. now you can turn that on and that's going to change up your profile. some. So for those people who like to do video or doing LinkedIn lives um, or doing a lot of content in the newsfeed, you'll now have some opportunity to be more creative. So your photo, your profile photo will turn into like a little intro video 
that you can do. Oh, okay. And instead of your about section being right below, you know, your name and your headline, your featured section is going to float above that. So people okay. your content first. Okay. And I don't know this yet because I was on Clubhouse with um, some of the, the LinkedIn and Microsoft employees that some of the creators of this, some of the okay. tech guys. And then one of the girls from Microsoft was leading the conversation. And I think, but I haven't switched mine on yet. I think your background photo might be your latest LinkedIn live. Not sure about that one, but I'm doing a LinkedIn live this week. So I will find out. But um, so it, but the only thing I'm not really keen on with this okay. is that your connect button turns automatically into a follow button. Okay. And yes, there are ways, you know, to still grow your network with a follow button. It just takes a few more additional steps, which I see a lot of people getting lazy over. Um, if you really want to develop long lasting business relationships, that's the only caveat that I have about that. Um, okay. I really wish they would give an option, you know, connect or follow. So okay. there but, was a big push a while back to switch from connect to follow to have people follow you versus connecting with you. You can still do that, but it takes uh, it takes a couple steps to go find your follow button and, and change it from a connect to a follow. But you can right. do it now on, for your so, regular profile. The you question know. begs to be asked, what do you see is the difference? Why do I want connect? Why do I want follow? Uh, it's for the, the creators that want followers that we're going Instagram. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. See and prior to this, I want to have connections because I want to be connected to these people. Right. It's a business network. Okay. It's net it's networking. It. It's business networking. And I think LinkedIn wants to appease the younger generation on LinkedIn okay. as well as the rest of us. Gotcha. But she, I wish said, I could. Have she said I wasn't calls. young. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Did everybody take note to that? Just saying. Her, her interview is about to wrap up now, boys and girls. <laughs> Yeah, so I really wish I had the best of both worlds and you know, maybe they, maybe they'll come up with a hybrid version of this as well would be nice. Okay, Tracy, you've been fantastic. Wonderful. This was very helpful. It was a, a refreshing and different approach to LinkedIn than we've had before. And that's what we're all here about on when the hour, when the day, always get into your next win now. And, you know, something that we can stop and say, okay, let's let, we've listened to the show. Let's hop on LinkedIn, LinkedIn and take a look. And you've given us a lot to look for and look at. So I'm going to answer for you. I always say to people, hey, where can they find you? More of your brilliance and all that stuff. I would suspect we should all rush over to LinkedIn and check out Tracy Enos. And right now I have the regular profile. I'm not in creative okay. mode, so you can send me a connection request. Fabulous. All right. Well, we already connected and I'm thankful for that. Everyone else, check her out. And until the next episode, this is Chris Ward, When the Hour, When the Day. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.